it's me. <laughs> it's been since February that I have gotten on my podcast and quite frankly, I'm embarrassed because I have been in a bit of a creative rut. It almost feels like life has been so full lately and so exciting and so many things going on that my little outlets that I used to have have kind of fallen to the wayside. And this year was all about like fixing and healing and coming back home to me. And I felt so drawn to that journey and just moving through all of the different things that I had to do this year that it was okay to take a step back. And I have had a lot of intuitive readings lately and really good signs to come back to podcasting and just fulfilling that need that I have to feel heard and share my thoughts and opinions and make people laugh and and feel like I'm contributing something more to life than just like sitting in my room and working for you know the big corporate man and earning a fucking dime for doing it so I'm back and I am going to do my very best this like year and I guess 2024 looking 2024 and um you know end of year to really make a commitment to be here and I know that a lot of my previous episodes, I feel like I said the same things, but this year was so important for building the foundation to do something and stand on something in 2024. So what have we been doing since February? Well, a lot. Um, in April, I moved to like a totally new team at work, which is crazy as a senior advisor and I'm working like a completely different job, not completely different, completely different context of my job and in a higher position, which is so exciting. Um, I've continued to, you know, be in a really successful and fun relationship with Chris. And that has been such a part of kind of what I was talking about earlier, like coming back home to me and finding spaces that you know, have hardened over time because I haven't had a successful relationship in a really long time and re-meeting myself in those places with a bit more tenderness and a bit more love and a lot more maturity and less toxicity than I have in the past. And it has been a year of growth in so many ways. And all those things I just said have not only played out like in my you know, love life, but in my interpersonal friendships, in my job and so many things, I just felt like 30 was the year to grow and to trust the process and do so many different things. And I really did. And in, oh my God, that was in August. I thought this was in spring. I went on a wellness retreat with um, Rachel and her company, which is Recharged Method. And we did the Montana retreat and I went to Big Sky and I went with two of my friends that I know from another women's group. And I met this amazing group of people and we had such a fun time. It was like 
fitness, nutritional, there was um, like more mindfulness stuff. And we stayed in this really big, beautiful ski chalet. And I got to connect with so many girls and so many girls live in Chicago. And now I have tons of friends in Chicago and I have friends in LA and just like all over. And it was just such a year of expansion and really pushing boundaries. And this year was also just a year to get answers. And it's it's been really great because I've seen like how my life has continued to grow and my friendships have continued to grow. And that has been so wonderful. And I have so many more new girlfriends that I feel really truly connected with. And I did like a local women's circle, which I met friends through and really learned a lot. That was like early, I want to say like early winter slash spring. And then, you know, I was hosting happy hours and that like kind of fell off um, just due to everybody being busy and then moving in the summer. And then the summer was so slow, I feel. And I had uh, a hard time this year. I thought I was um, going to get diagnosed with Hashimoto's and I went in for some tests and then they were like, you don't have Hashimoto's, but you might. And then I had to do more testing and that was just kind of agonizing sitting around and waiting for that. And I was just like, okay. And then they said, I don't have Hashimoto's, but I have really struggled with my weight this year. And if I'm being really transparent, it's like the most weight I've ever gained in one year. My sleep has been terrible. My stress has been terrible, but like excuse me, the amount of exercise and physical activity and, you know, nutrition is not off. I don't really drink a lot anymore. I don't eat really egregiously bad or good. Like I eat intuitively as I want. And it's just felt like I just pack on weight, pack on weight, pack on weight. And I just have this feeling of like, I look in the mirror and I'm kind of like, gosh, you know, I don't think that I look bad, but I like the scale tells me something different. And like, it's just been this whole thing of like accepting that. And then, you know, we went through a phase with my therapist about like not looking in reflective mirrors and like so many different things. And working through that has been really tough. And I'm finally going back to the doctor and going back to my general practitioner because after all this testing, my antibodies were still high. And my OBGYN, I think it's because she was going out on maternity leave, was like, eh, it's like best not to dig into these things. Because sometimes we just don't have answers and I want you to waste your money. And I was like, my antibodies are still pretty high. So it feels like something we should do. Um, So I waited a few months because we had so much going on. And then I'm finally getting in with my general practitioner to explore that. So that has been concerning, but I'm ready to like receive answers, which hopefully I'll get some. And I'm like looking through my photo album to see if there's anything else to catch you guys up on because it feels like it's been so long. Um, We did not travel this summer. We had a very long summer here. It was so fucking hot. It was like over 110 every day in July. Um, We golfed a lot and then we couldn't golf because it was so hot. My golf game has improved. I got my first birdie. So exciting. Um... Let's see what else is in here. I had a golf sponsorship with Bad Birdie. I was a brand ambassador for them. That's a really cool brand, really fun. They recently dropped me to do their celebrity ambassadorship program because they really took off. So I no longer received 20% with them, which is so lame. I wish I did, Um, but it is what it is. 
uh let's see here um i don't know there's not like much in here you guys it was just kind of a chill summer i played a lot of harry potter like hogwarts legacy on my computer which was super fun um i went to the musical instrument museum my parents were here my mom met chris chris met my mom it was wonderful amazing then his aunt and his mom were here so we we're just like growing families i did an amazing akashic records reading with my good friend Bridget who's been on the podcast before that was like literally fucking amazing um what else did we do oh my goodness then we traveled where did I go here um oh I went to St. Louis for a work trip I did Montana St. Louis was very interesting um not not the vibe like the city not the vibe meeting all my work friends that I haven't seen in years or have never met perfect amazing wonderful I went home in September uh to do the state fair and it was like so amazing to see so many of my friends and my work team and then uh, meet my sister's dogs they were so cute and then it was fall it was my birthday I had a really beautiful wonderful amazing birthday um, Chris spoiled the hell out of me and I was just so, so lucky and we didn't do anything for Halloween. Um, but we had a good time regardless. And then we went to Oktoberfest with some friends and yeah, then we went to, um, I was just, I feel like I just traveled recently. I don't know you guys. Oh, my family's down here for Thanksgiving. And then, like, that's, like, present day. That's crazy. But I do want to say that this year has just been so interesting. I just think there's, like, a few things I just want to, like, get off my chest about this year and things that I've learned. And whew, one is just that I think as you get older – you get to know yourself more and it's really important that you do so. And I think that there's just these really important pockets of time. And I really do believe that I'm in one of them. And my sister moved home to, in June and I've been here alone since. And I've always wanted to live alone, but I never had the confidence to live alone because living alone felt really scary. And I was just like not in a point in my life previously where I had really worked through all of my OCD and all of my mental compulsions and all of like the terrible things that I could live alone. And I, when I say I live alone, I mean, I do, but I stay at Chris's lot. He stays here periodically. And, but I've never had like time to have my own space and like have it the way I wanted and do everything. And living alone is such a empowering thing. And I know that's scary for women. It's it's not always something that's available to people um, monetarily and all that good stuff. But if you ever get the chance to live alone, I think especially before you move in with someone, it is the best thing you could ever do. And I have learned so much about myself and like honoring what I want to do and like how to be by myself and how to know how to entertain myself how to know what my hobbies are, how to just sit with oneself and really enjoy oneself. And in the time that I've been alone, 
I, you know, have coffee on my patio in the morning and listen to like my meditation music and just enjoy being outside. And at night, you know, I tidy the house up and, you know, to me, a clean house is like a really organized mind and I, I sleep a bit better, even though I don't really sleep all that well, but like having my room be my sanctuary and my routines of, you know, good skincare and just like all those good, yummy foundational things to have in place. It it is such a special time. And I have until April to really bask in that time before Chris and I move in together, which is so exciting. And I'm just so excited and so nervous at the same time. And this is, I'm okay saying that because this is all stuff I've already talked to him about, but I've never lived with a significant other before. Um, and I know it's going to be a big transition, but I know that we're also strong enough that we can talk about it and we have expectations and different things. And we're really excited to have just like a space of our own. And that feels like so grown up. And I think turning 31 has been nauseating and so exciting in the way that I'm like, oh my God, I'm 31. Oh, oh my God, where's time going? But then I'm also like, I'm only 31. I'm the youngest I've ever been, like in this moment, at least not the youngest I've ever been, but um, I'm only going to be this young for X amount of time. And then, you know, like time just keeps marching on. And so I try not to live too far in the future and not be reminiscent on the past. I just think everything's really exciting right now. And 31 and moving in and like being in a really good spot in my career and, you know, thinking about next steps and everything is just so exciting, but also feels really natural. And I don't feel nervous because I have such a good, everything is just has fallen into place really, really well. Like my relationship's in a really good spot. Chris and I are doing Christmas um, with our respective families. So Chris is coming to Minnesota. I'm going to Connecticut. Then we're flying like back here and we have our life here and friends that we see and careers and so much other stuff. I just try not to get wigged out by it because I just want to have the gratitude of like, I used to wish and pray and hope and whatever else you know, and try to call in the life that I have now. And it has taken so much work to get here. And that's just inspiring in itself and amazing and wonderful. And also so scary because then it's like, oh my God, I'm like doing all the big, like the big kid stuff. And sometimes I feel so little and sometimes I feel so grown and it's this weird paradox to live in. And I think especially coming from the Midwest where I have friends who are like been married, had a, you know, been having a house, have kids or, you know, are having them and and whatever else may be. And it's just like, I used to think in college I would be one of the first people to do it and in reality I've been one of the last and now it's like oh I'm up to bat you know like taking these next steps in my life and like it's so exciting and I just it feels surreal so it has been a really really fun time to just sit with all of that goodness and all of the hard work that I feel like I've put in especially this year and the last year and dedicating a lot of my life to this year at least, to creating that home, um, which has been really exciting. And I think 
I'm pretty sure I said it, but I don't know if I did. I kind of just went on a tangent there. But the, um, the idea of this year of like seeing things and people and situations for who they are has been really eye-opening. I think that upon a lot of introspection and doing a lot of work in therapy and whatever else and I don't know, unfortunate interactions, like I've just evolved what I like and I try not to judge myself for it, but like the disillusionment that I've experienced this year feels wild and like shitty at the same time, right? I feel like I've had a very big disillusionment and disenchantment with like online culture and I know it sounds so fucking lame but like just influencers in general have really just come to grind my gears and it's only because like some relationships I've had with people who are in this sphere have felt very transactional have been very transactional um, and that's really disappointing and then Conversely, like, I also know I'm not entitled to anyone's time because I pay them for a service. Like, it just, it feels, I don't know. I just didn't like that. I didn't like participating in something that felt transactional. And so, therefore, I have just really taken a step back from relationships and people and things that feel transactional. And I encourage everybody to do that and to, like, really take a look at who you interact with, like, whatever else. And that's just not even just influencers. That's just, existing in places in general with people friendships that feel like a lot of work at 31 like I don't want to do them you know what I mean like I don't want to be wasting my time putting in effort with people that like I just feel like are draining me and so just taking a step back and and putting some degrees of separation and being really comfortable with those degrees of separation has been really nice because I feel like everyone now is kind of of the understanding like friendships at 31 and in your 30s or even in your late 20s depending on like where people are at in life they're not the same and I think that I have had to relearn that because before COVID I was living uh, burning the candle on both ends and then like picking my life up and then moving across the country you know you're burning the candle on both ends because you're like I need to find friends I need to find a group I need to do this I was working two jobs at one point like just to get to know people here and then I was in a relationship and then I had friends from there and then I stopped being their relationship you know just like starting all that shit again and just like having time to sit down and be alone and evaluate all of this has been priceless like fucking priceless and really knowing that like I have many acquaintances I have many people I would consider that I'm friendly with like I consider most people if we said hi more than like three times I I would be like oh yeah like I'm friends with them (laughs) even though I'm not um you know but I try to like keep those friendly engagements up but I think as you get older people understand more that like friendship isn't about how often you see someone or how much you talk or whatever else like true friendship is ingrained in the fact that like you can return to these people at time after time no matter how much lapse there has been and that it is still of quality still of fun and still of something that doesn't feel taxing and that's the only kind of energy I want around me. And I don't want that other 
naggy, nasty, like makes you feel bad, makes you second guessings. Like I felt like a very young version of myself with some people lately. And I'm just like, nah, bye. Like we don't need that. So that's been really, really refreshing. And I would say just um, working through a lot of stuff in therapy this year has been really good. I have tackled some of like my hardest things that I deal with with OCD and I had like a really great achievement in therapy. I became like an OCD champion, which was really exciting and um, really gotten over a lot of like these crazy fears and, and things that I would have to deal with intermittently and it feels so good. I feel like I've not like treading water, but like floating on the surface for the first time in a really long time. And that feels really good. Um, it feels great. It's so refreshing and everything feels really aligned and I'm just so grateful for it. And I just hope that, you know, as the year ends, we'll just even continue to be surrounded in more magic. Like we have so much coming up with family and travel and success. Like Chris has so much success coming in at work and I feel successful. We just got over like a really huge hump of junk at work with like very busy season. And I just rolled out a few projects and, um, you know, we're going to be celebrating our one year anniversary, which feels crazy to even say, because my last podcast episode, we've been dating for a month and now it's just like, oh my God, we're just short of a year meeting. And then too much short of our actual one year anniversary, which is so sweet. I haven't been in a position where I have been in like a long-term loving relationship since I was probably 26 or 27, which feels pretty crazy. So there's just lots going on and lots to be proud of. And I will be bringing Chris on for a podcast episode, which I asked for people a long time ago to write in and I have them in my archives and my stories. So I will be going through those. It was the um, episode of like I've had enough of and everybody wrote into it. So I'm going to give those to him as like blind items and have him react. And it's going to be so fun and it'll be fun to share this. And I hope to continue to like grow my podcast with him as a guest or a co-host or whatever we want to call it and have someone to bounce some ideas off of. So I think that's everything. I just wanted to come on and level set yet again and get in the groove of just like talking to a mic like a microphone. And I think I've just faced so much pressure of like, what do people want to hear from me? And like, maybe I want to talk about this and maybe that's not like interesting to everyone else and whatever else. And I just have spent so much time worrying about what the fuck to put out. That it doesn't even matter. It literally doesn't even matter. I just want to, you know, have an outlet to do something. So let's do this. End of 2023, 2024. I'm here. You're here. That's all we could ask for. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.